song is dedicated to all the happy people All the happy people who have real nice lives And have no idea what it's like to be broke as fuck I feel like I'm walking a tightrope without a circus net Popping Percocet, I'm a nervous wreck I deserve respect, but I work a sweat for this worthless check I'm about to burst this tech, get somebody to reverse this debt Minimum wage, got my adrenaline caged Full of venom and rage, especially when I'm engaged And my daughter's down to a last diaper It's got my ass hyper, I pray that God answers Maybe I'll ask nicer Watching ballers while they flossing and they pathfinders These overnight stars becoming autograph signers We all long to blow up and leave the past behind us Along with the small fries and average half pinters But player haters turning bitch like they have vaginas Cause we see them dollar signs and let the cash blind us More your brainwash, it will leave your ass mindless No snakes slither in the grass spineless That's rock bottom This life makes you mad enough to care That's rock bottom You want something bad enough to stare That's rock bottom You feel like you've had it up to here Cause you mad enough to scream but you sad enough to That's care That's rock bottom This life makes you mad enough to That's care That's rock bottom You want something bad enough to stare That's rock bottom You feel like you've had it up to here Welcome to the Riot Squadcast. My name is Ed Rodriguez, and I'm joined always by my co-host Zero Cool Tucker. How's it going, buddy? I was not supposed to ask you. You that promised. Question. You promised. Can I, I have the text where Ed says, <laughs> "Don't worry." I, hold on, I'm gonna find it. Ed specifically says, "I'm not gonna ask you how it's you're just, doing," and then just, he follows it with, "I, I promise." I don't know. Unnecessary. Wasn't asked for. Wasn't requested. It's just natural to do it. I'm sorry. It's. I'm naturally curious. Not accepted. Not accepted. No. Yeah, I know. I'm, Pro- I'm, promises I'm, are like buttholes, man. Everyone got some. Everyone got some, and they're all loose for popping. Ha 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 ha. And I'll for sure not ask you how you're doing. Sentence doesn't work. Uh, but then it's it's followed with I promise, which was well a lie. I'm I'm. What's the right the right answer is I'm fantastic. How are you, sir? I'm I'm uh, excellent. There you go. I'm doing pretty damn well. You know, life is good. Fuck um, you. Benny, how you doing? Benny, Benny. You know I'm doing fantastic. Are you, you know why? You know why? Because you two are here in the studio. We are brightening up my world. I'm I'm out from witness protection. Yes. Um, all the all the mobsters that were after him were killed in a rival gang war. So. Yeah. Yeah, because I would sell your ass out. He would, like, yeah. Call here, dude. Tell him exactly for real, right. yeah. If they were like, do you know his whereabouts? You know, there's a you know twenty thousand dollar bounty. Oh, for dude, his, twenty uh, grand? Come on, dude. I'd be like, he's in the Uber over there, man. I just got. <laughs> what is this scenario? Like, why is there a twenty thousand dollar warrant? I like the fact he's only worth twenty grand to you two, Ed. I'm well, saying, come on. At least for the, is it's like, is it a ransom or is it like a like a wanted mm, poster kind of situation? It's more like the mob would go to me first because they know that I'm like. Your dude, dude, but you wouldn't turn on him. Oh damn, he got a wedding to pay for. <laughs> Man, I got bills, dude. I'm going home. <laughs> I should have stayed home. I got. I mean, like they could have been like, "Where's he at?" And then be like, "I'll give you." Okay, he's at this place sense. without even like them fishing the sentence. Anymore. This is. I got it. I got it. Thank you. I am so happy I came here. Well, you know, I gotta kind of lighten up your day a little bit more. Than oh yeah, no, th- oh so much better. Yeah, right. so much better. Yeah, yeah. Of course, I mean, don't know what I would have done without hearing that you sell me out. Apparently, at first time of asking, 
to the mafia. With, with no negotiation. Exactly. Yeah. Like 20 grand, too. That ain't nothing, man. Hey, hey. It's Damn. just going to show you. I'm easy going. From what I'm hearing, I don't want you to be easy going <laughs> if the mafia is looking for me. <laughs> I want you to be stoic. <laughs> you know, they came to me. I'm like, I didn't, I didn't get involved with, with whatever Chris is getting involved in, so. You really want to know how I'm doing? That's true. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm just, just fucking with you, man. You I wouldn't sell you out, Chris. Come on. Yeah. Oh, I, de- I, I definitely believe that after the last two minutes of I would definitely sell you out <laughs> quickly. Even though no one really asked me to do it quickly, I would quickly, quickly sell so you he's, out. He's looking for someone to sell you out. He's like, anyone need Tucker? It does need appear, Tucker? It appears that way. No like, one. No yeah, one dude, he, He's no like one the needs. dude you're walking into StubHub. Hey, need tickets? Need Look, tickets? Need my, tickets? My, no grandma's made, my grandma's maiden name is Mangano, so get the Italian in me. I know how this shit goes down, okay? <laughs> you rat like that. You rat like Ed the Zombie. Yeah. That's going to that's gonna be in my grave. Like, like that. that, dude. Yeah. That's going to be a drop. That's going to be my rat. Like that. That's gonna be my grave, dude. That's gonna, that's that's when it's gonna be like Ed Rodriguez, you rat just like that. You promised me that you wouldn't. Ask. I, I dude, I'm sorry. I this it's natural. Which, you promised me that you wouldn't ask me how I was doing. Then you did, and followed it up with I would sell you to the mafia. <laughs> when all you had to say, all you had to say, dude, was nothing. All you had to say was I'm say joined nothing. by Chris. Hey, Toronto. That's that doesn't how, that's not how it works. There's banter on the board. He's got to follow the board. But banter's not supposed to make you want to. Should yourself. I plan something out? Yes. Arguably. I mean, maybe. This was a great decision. That, yes. That requires prep, man. That's yeah. Not, let's not get crazy. I mean, come on. This show is not known for its prep and its stats. Dude, yeah, and we its didn't knowledge. even have a song until you got here, man. Yeah. Come on, we we were here for like thirty minutes before that. Hell well, I was me. trying to find a song. I was trying to find a good like. Canadian song since we play, just play Toronto. I was trying to find like a sad song, but not too sad, so that when we go into the show, it's a little upbeat, and not like we want to kill ourselves. I just wish like on a on a music bed beneath us right now, Ben could play like "Hello Darkness, My Old Friend," <laughs> and then it could just zoom in on my face as I'm like, his his roof's high enough to. Well, we had off we of. had uh, sad Keanu Reeves, sad Ben Affleck. I don't like where this is going. <laughs> Now we're gonna start the meme of sad Chris Tucker. Nah, that's not just do put that. them all. Someone I know, someone's out there. What's someone Photoshop that? it. Don't do that. Where they're all three like looking off in the distance. What? What are we staring at? Your life slipping away. You ever seen like Help this? Help me. Yeah, exactly. I'm great. How is everyone doing? We're, uh, I mean, we're all kind of reeling on the the. This is like finally setting in. Like, I mean, it was setting in before that we're not making playoffs. I saw a, uh, an info sheet that said we have point zero zero one percent chance of making it. So, like, a very specific um, list of things need to take place for us to even control our own destiny in going, which is crazy. Yeah, no, I mean, it's not happening, and it's just a weird feeling to have ten years after our last time we've not made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we basically came into the the love of the galaxy like like fully invested our, our friendship began that year in the shittiest years of this team well almost because now this year is going to be the shittiest year of hey, this, of we this can go existence. undefeated for the rest of the season we have geo we're trying to make it upbeat no let it go there's got to be like an upbeat version of the song right no this is as I walk down the street, this is what this is what I hear echoing through my skull. I just wish Chris had like the sounds of Simon and Garfunkel. I wish Chris had long hair. 
and like he permed it out, or like he, what is it, what's it called when you, when you like get it uh, straight and relaxed, relaxed. <laughs> and just like the wind just blowing it, he's like a trench coat on, or is he, yeah, just see him walking through Long Beach, leaves are like blowing by him. Exactly. Plastic bag goes he's down, he's, he's down on, in front of me. He's down on Belmont Shore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Single butterfly flies by me and shits on my forehead. He's got to be smoking a cigarette or something, uh, you know? Well, I mean, it's definitely smoking something, but I don't yeah. know if it's a cigarette. <laughs> uh, oh, but yeah, I mean, it, just this this past game against Toronto just kind of epitomizes this season of the Galaxy. Am I right? Of silence. Where you have Gio and his brother disappearing from game, having no impact whatsoever, having three, two, three injuries in this game. I mean, goddamn, Steris breaks his back in this game. He carried Ziggy to the field. <laughs> he gave him a Ziggy back ride. <laughs> <laughs> and that, there's a title bend if you can go ahead and write that one down. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and tweet right now. Ziggy Backride will be out tonight. <laughs> I'm that certain. There's no better phrase. No. And, I mean, you get these defensive lapses. Episode 43? 53. 53. Thank you. By the way, happy one-year anniversary. Tonight, let's <laughs> okay. not get, we'll, we'll talk, that, talk about that later. It's, let's not get off a tangent. Talk about anniversary. Yeah. Um, you have... Uh, our new boy, Siani. Fuck. Oh, man. I hope he's better next year. Yeah. I hope he's better next year. And I feel bad because he's been with the team for like a week. And they I had, feel bad they had for to him. throw him in. Yeah. They had to throw him in. I feel, I, I, he was not good. However sternly you want to, you want to phrase that or, or however, you want to, you know, try to position it. He wasn't good, and it's tough to be too hard on him. I mean, he made a couple basic mistakes, but he's playing with center backs he barely knows. He's playing with a goalkeeper he barely knows, and you have to put him in that position because we needed a body in that moment with Starris going down hurt. Um, and Dave Romney, who, you know, say what you will, is not a center back, has not played a center back the majority of his career, uh, certainly with us. Uh, Hugo Ariano, who is a, a Galaxy 2 player who I, uh, we signed this year. Um, you know, they needed something besides uh, Romney and Ariano going up against the well, arguably the best team in the league. No, the best team, the best team in the, the league. Best team in the league. Well, I mean, eviscerating us doesn't make you the best team in the league, but they are, they're, they're points total. They're the only team to qualify for the playoffs so far, I believe. Um, and obviously they have the, the most amount of points uh, overall, again, I believe. I'm going to try to check in the moment. Yeah, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what a fuck. 62 points. Vancouver, tops in the West, 45. Ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but playing the best team in the league, even missing two of their best players, they couldn't. I mean, in good conscience, you can't start Hugo Ariano and uh, and Dave Romney by themselves. So they thought, you know, well, we're bringing in this experienced uh, uh, European center back. We'll go ahead and toss him in. If he can even have a half-decent game, it'll help. He didn't have – he needed to have an outstanding game. Yeah, because um, I, I thought the first half he was actually – he, he was okay. That he actually had a fairly decent first half. Well, he's responsible Except for – Except for the goals because that was – Goals, yeah. 
Other than that, I mean, he had. I mean, if you go back and watch the full game, I mean, he had a lot of last minute saves, which I mean is not great for a defender, mm-hmm. but still, it's it's good, great for a good, defender on this team. Good tackles, except for on the goals where he got beat. Yeah, three times. Ball. Well, the first one he got beat on, where the the forward for Toronto Ricketts <clears throat> Ricketts for Toronto um, got an extra step on him. That was one of those those blocks, and I you know I know I, I harp on it a lot, and I, I don't want to stay on it too much today, but that was one of those blocks he got out of AJ, where it's that that leg stretch, you know, at the last second where Siani chose. If you go back and look at the highlights, Siani chose to try to put an elbow into the guy um, or a shoulder into the guy rather. To, to knock him off his place rather than going after the ball. That's one of those ones where AJ was small enough where he's not going to try to put a shoulder into someone and focus more on stopping the shot from getting through. Um, God damn, you got to miss AJ after a season like this. Oof. You've got, you got to miss Leonardo after a season like this. Now, dude, you know what? I, I was a hater of Leonardo in the beginning, but then like his last year, year and a half, I mean, it was actually marginal. Yeah, he's a fairly decent center back, compared- which we, Fucking could have used sorely, yeah. MLS sorely. Quality. Who Good cost you? Who cost you like a hundred grand? Yeah. Who we got rid of for nothing, right? Yeah. I mean, it's we, he got dropped from you know, or wasn't renewed or no, he was taken in the uh, reentry. Yeah, reentry. Yeah. Re-entry. So we, he, he was out of contract. He, yeah, he was didn't. taken in phase one of the reentry, I believe. So they took that him at the money. Now. They took him at the money we were offering him because Houston. Uh, who is, you know, in, in defense of the people running the show, uh, not in a playoff spot. They're out by one point. Um, actually, they're out by first tiebreaker to Real Salt Lake. Salt Lake. Uh, you know, they, they were willing to take him at the money we were paying him. And uh, we're apparently willing to take AJ at the money we were paying him. Uh, and they're, you know, sitting 11 points above us. So, you know, not a, not a, not a, not a great showing from Siani, but early and he in fairness to him, he probably had no business playing that game this early. Yeah, no way he should. It's have just out of played. desperation, yeah. and so it's it's really hard to to be too rough on him when he started a game he didn't deserve to be in. When Ariano, you know, is is playing out of desperation because he didn't really replace Yellow, and and we certainly knowing how early on Yellow wanted to leave, and I can assure you, we knew with a little more time than we finally acted on. Um, you know, it's just. It's just one of those 2017 games, and, and the, that's what goes back to me saying that this kind of this game, whole game epitomizes like everything about this season mm-hmm. so far. Kimpin made great saves and had moments where you were like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And got scored on four four times. Giassi had a we, pra- had a, we praised Kempen and he got scored on four times. It's just it's just you weird. know what do you? Yeah, that's that's that, but that is John Kimpin. I mean, he hasn't had a game. He hasn't had a game where he's gotten he's taken shots like this one. Um, but again, it's it's by far and away the best team in MLS. It, yeah. It's the shit we used to without do to Josie Altador and without Giovinco. That's the part that Ooh. horrified me. The part that concerned me the most is that they were without their two best players. We still felt the need to play five in the back, and we still had four get ran up on us, and never really looked all that threatening. There was that that first opportunity early on where Cole took a shot rather than uh, Cole took a shot rather than pass to Giassi, who was not open, but you you assume. Jossi on current form will probably probably be able to get that in, uh, but we had three shots for the game. Okay, because I was going to ask him, like, did we even have a shot on goal? We had three shots for the game. Toronto had sixteen, missing Josie Altidore and Giovinco. Oh, 
Mm-hmm. I mean, Toronto hit the woodwork. Uh, they had eight shots on target. We had zero shots on target. That's that's probably the part you're you're missing because that Ashley Cole shot that he he made that that didn't test the keeper, didn't get on frame, nothing. That would count as a shot. So that opening that opening opportunity, you know, Toronto scored more goals than we had shots. Full stop. Let alone shots on goal. We were never in this game. Well, I'm looking at the MLS site and they have zero shots on target. Yeah, that's what we, they have zero shots on target. We have. Three shots overall. Yeah, um, you know it's 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 just uh, you're regularly at a loss for words to to watch a team perform this poorly when even though it was it was by a, a thin margin we carried possession in that game uh, a little over fifty percent to Toronto being a little forty eight percent. But I, I got to love that the Toronto goalkeeper had more dangerous opportunities. Than any of our strikers did. Yeah, that kind <laughs> the of Toronto season. goalkeeper had an assist in this game. So, so what the, the fuck? So without, um, he had a higher Audi index, probably player index, being a goalie. I think than I any of our high, forwards did. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, he assisted a goal, in in, and, and that's without having to make a save. That's without having to make a save. Dude had a higher fuck Audi player index, and that's what. So, um. We got to hang out with some some Toronto peeps that came over to our tailgate. Really cool. Really cool people. Really cool people. Yeah. They bring some maple syrup. No, but one and of why did you let them stay? One of the guys was like talking because we had a couple of bottles of uh, horn, what is it called, Hornitos or whatever. Uh, tequila. Yeah, Hornitos tequila. And then um, one of the guys was like, "Oh, dude, this costs like a hundred dollars in Canada." I'm like, "That sucks to be you guys." <laughs> and then I'm like, and then he, he was like, "Oh yeah, see you at the end of the game." Yeah, no, I told him. <laughs> no, I, I I told him. I'm like, so. Um, when they were like, oh, we're going to go, you know, head inside. I'm like, okay, uh, thanks for coming out. Like, you guys have been chill as hell. Like, um, I know you guys are going to leave happy because we're probably going to lose, which I guessed the score last week, 4-0, but I changed it to 0-0. Yeah. And I was, like, thinking about it. I'm like, oh, I'm so bad at myself. And I'm, why am I happy that I got the score right? Anyways, they're really cool. They they head in. I'm like, can you keep it, like, 2-0? I mean, at least to make it a little more respectable for us. No. And, God, oh, my God, it's so bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At this point in the season, do you just like play the kids? <laughs> what the fuck else we've been doing? Yeah, that's what we've been well, doing I mean, all year. I mean, well, I mean, like, not lately. lately. Well, I know, but that's how we started like the year. And where, it got us nowhere. I mean, look, play. I mean, now these. I mean, you can. Ziggy has. I mean, the guys have come out and said, like, we're playing for our jobs now. Dude, Ziggy was pissed. Like, how, how true do you think that is? I mean. Why? Why weren't you playing for your jobs 10 games ago? Why right? weren't you playing for your jobs in March? All of them. How are you not consistent? I mean, look, there are two. There are two people who definitively are not playing for their job. Period. Can we just like get rid of everyone? I mean, obviously, there's except two. Well, three. Two. I think. I think. I mean, come on. Roman's expendable. It, so say say in a in a hypothetical world, Roman, Romain, Roman. So you just called him Roman. Roman. You, you guys are boys. You call him Roman. Yeah, we're on a, I mean, we're on a he's, first he, name mispronounced. He's got an Italian basis. name. What the hell? Um, Alessandrini is expendable to this to this front office to this organization. <clears throat> Anyone who doesn't have the last name Dos Santos is is expendable. Nah, fuck the cough button. This is all the way alive. Uh, no, I mean, there are people who aren't playing for their jobs. They're they're fine regardless. There's nothing they really have to worry about. Um, it's, and we have to deal with that for for years. 
if not, you know, they get sold or traded, which is not happening. We're definitely not, we're not, the current, the people who are currently in charge will not be selling or trading two players on the team, period. Uh, what they do with everyone else, longest tenured players, captain of the team, they can do whatever they want. Jersey numbers don't matter. None of this shit matters. There are two players who will do whatever they want as long as they would like to do it. By the way, I know you've been playing the, the new FIFA demo. I have. Oh, God, it's so fucking beautiful. Is Jones number eight on your, on your demo? Jones is number eight. Okay. Yeah. Jones. Well, I mean, look, he is the best number eight in the league, so saith the president of the galaxy. I just thought it was weird. Like, Well, I mean, Jonathan wears nine. It's... It's all fucked up. Oh, so just, yeah, it's, it I mean, FIFA demos always get, I mean, regularly get, I should say, regularly get player jersey numbers uh, incorrect on the demo. Um, so Jonathan's wearing nine for no real apparent reason. Um, I think Jao Pedro's wearing 16, and Jones is wearing, because I benched Jermaine Jones uh, for Jao Pedro. Um, yeah, Jones is wearing eight, and uh, Jao's wearing 16. I think there's another one, but I can't remember. I think it's one of the like Galaxy Two players, like a Lasseter or something like what that. What is Jonathan uh, Desantis number eight? Is it eight? He wears eight. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, because there's a whole Pedro thing. Never mind. Yeah. I was thinking I had to think about that. I'm like, trust hey. me, I can understand how you would forget that having seen the game <laughs> which, on Saturday which, versus. Which Toronto. was it? Was that Jersey Gate Seven? Or that was like number four. Jersey, 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 Jersey Gate Eight. Uh, I think it was Jersey Gate Eight. Which which Jersey? Which one are we the, talking the about? The Jonathan. Jonathan for, oh, Jonathan getting eight was Jersey Gate Six. Uh, Jao Pedro moving to. I've been keeping track. Uh, we actually had someone on Twitter who's been tracking it and sent us the the list of the Jersey Gates, awesome. um, which is great because there's no way I'm paying attention to it. Um, Jonathan taking Jows with six, Jao Pedro taking, um, Jao Pedro taking eighty eight was seven, I believe. Yeah, because he was supposed to be fifty eight, wasn't he? Because that was like important to it's his the sister. only number he's never. It was worn. like important to his sister or something like that. Yeah. Well, yeah. five five is his sister's. Yeah. important number or something like that and eight's his favorite number so he melted whatever um bullshit he melted yeah, it's bullshit <laughs> it's lies um so i mean I, I it was another performance that no one is surprised about the thing you should be surprised about if you're me anyway was uh the fact that they were missing their two best players and they still walked over us as if we weren't even there yeah it's just it's just you can see the dysfunction or or the the lack of of confidence after the first goal, everyone's just like, "Here we go again." You brought up a great point. So we watched the highlights before we before we got started tonight, and Ed brought up a fantastic point that I I didn't even notice watching because I'm blinded by so much depression and rage. Uh, but you turn your head like you put your head in your hands every time we get scored on, so you can't really see any of the aftermath. No one is even arguing with each other. No one's even yelling. No one argues. No one yells. No one looks to to make excuses. It's no one's business as usual. It's like the goal goes in, shoulders drop turn around and walk back. We get scored on and it's like, yeah, it seems about right. It's the, yeah, it's the thing that happens. We 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 are the 2017 LA Galaxy and we ship goals at home. And that's continued to be what happens. And I I, I don't even <clears throat> excuse me, I don't know how I didn't pick up on that. But no one is even fighting. No one's arguing. It's just they look like they're running the the season out and they are fully aware of the fact that they're running the season out. And you know, and it sucks to say but people like and I don't think he's necessarily guilty of this but people like Boateng know I'm running until the end of the year and then I figure out whether I'm coming back or I hear whether I'm coming back um you know Romney uh we got to get we play what seven eight nine more games and then I six. find out I have six more games and I find out whether I'm coming back 
uh, Kimpin. I've got six games, and then I find out whether I'm coming back, and that's it. And and no one really seems to have that. Um, there's no, there is no legitimate drive for even a playoff potential anymore, or even really a win potential. And it's not to say that they don't care. I I don't want to say any athlete that goes out there and spends time away from their family or puts their body in danger uh, to play a sport or to work their job doesn't care. But I mean, but to be to you be can honest, make the argument. To be fair, you've gone to work and be like, I don't care about this place. There, as much I've as never, a- I've never had the alternative where I go to work and be like, fuck it, let's do this. As much as like they're athletes and what blah, blah blah blah, it's still a job to them. It's a job. You're gonna go to your job saying I don't want to be here today. There's it, it's gonna happen, mm-hmm. and especially when you have guys who seem to not be clicking together, seem to be not confident in each other. You're gonna go to work. I mean, you've been you've had people at work. You're like, fuck, I hate working with that person because it doesn't pull his weight. Yeah. So, of course they're gonna. Fucking Ben's pointing at Chris. I don't pull my way. I'm a fucking. He gets us songs, sir. I am the diamond David Lee Roth of this bitch. He gets us 80s obscure songs, okay? That's true. I apologize, Tucker. Thank God. I don't have enough going on. I don't have enough people taking shots at me. Like, I came here. (laughs) This is what friends do, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. It's what Larsers do for sure. (laughs) It's literally like the, the episode after I got blackout drunk. And everyone's just talking shit. What a sentence. You know. Hashtag Lars Life, sir. Yeah. But um, any any last uh, thoughts on Toronto? We're 35 points off the pace setters. We have 27 points in the season. We are averaging less than a point per game. It's not really about Toronto. It's kind of about the year. But Yeah, I think we're, we're like third in goals against. Um, I, think goals we're t- ag- I think we're tied for like third or, or third... Worst, yeah. best, uh, third worst. Minnesota United has shipped fifty six, and RSL is tied with us on fifty two. So we have fifty two goals against. We have a negative sixteen goal differential, which is tied for worst in the league. Awesome, ah, uh, awesome. No, not tied for worst in the league. Sorry, Minnesota's worst in the league, tied for second worst in the league. All right, great. Um, let's move on. Let's. Uh, we have two games this week actually that we're gonna preview, uh, real quickly. You know what? I do have something about Toronto. We we talked well. We talked about it briefly before we started. Why on earth would you sub on Jack McInerney instead of Jack McBean? And not saying that that Jack McBean is is some all star breakout you know superstar and he should be starting every game. But we have six games left, right? Yes. If McInerney scores fifteen goals between now and and the end of the campaign, we are still not re-signing him at three hundred thousand uh, dollars a year. No, it's not going to happen. No, 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 no. So if you have what message are you sending to Ariel Lasseter? As a coach, as a, a person who's doing man management, which I don't think is the real issue right now. I think Ziggy's like, I'm, I'm trying to keep my job. Yeah, Ziggy's like, I need to win. But, I mean... Which, I are don't you know, not, you're are not you, really going to get that with Jack. Which you didn't do, yeah. Either, so. we, we somehow shipped two more goals uh, within about eight minutes of him coming on. But what message are you sending to Lassiter? What message are you sending to Jack McBean? That we are... I, I will play someone who definitively will not be here next year rather than play you in a moment where I feel like we need to get goals. It's called, I have no confidence in your ability. But and I do not care if you're then, as a player. You're then begging him to leave, right? 
And, and look, whether he should stay or not is, is irrelevant to the point. But you're asking a player who's come through your academy, who has a, who if Jack McBean scores 10 goals between now and the end of the year, Jack McBean is coming back next year. If Lasseter scores 10 goals between now and the end of the year, and I'm not saying either of these situations are going to happen, but if Lasseter or McBean are to score 10 goals between now and next year, they're coming back. It doesn't matter how many goals McInerney is scoring between now and the end of the campaign. He's gone. He's done. McBean's family's there. Lasseter's family's there. I mean, it's it's asking people to leave. It's asking people to want to leave during your worst season. I just I I can't understand that logic. And at least with McBean, you have you know you have an outlet. You can play a long ball, and he can hold the ball up for you. He offers you something. McInerney came in. It was more of the same. A whole lot of nothing, and two more goals, four nothing down. All right. So just play devil, devil's advocate here, Tucker. Please do. What does it say about them? I mean, the fact that Ziggy trusts a guy like Jack McInerney ahead of these guys who have the possibility to be better. Like you said, who, McInerney's not coming back, period. No. But these two guys could, and yet he still won't play him. That tells you how little confidence he has in them. Yeah, sure. I, think he's trying to, I, mean, I think he's trying to max out on Jack Mack's streakiness. Like, oh, maybe it'll be the time where he gets a goal Yeah, because he is, he is a streaky player, and, and you know maybe that, that's the time for it. I, I don't know. I would, I would, if I have to wager a guess, I would say Ziggy is not all that concerned about the players coming back next year, and he's doing his best to ensure that he gets to come back next year, which I don't really understand the argument for. Um, you know, I don't. It, it it really makes it look like Lasseter and McBean were just an Alfo's boys, and without an Alfo, they don't really stand a shot here. And if one of them or both of them decided to leave, it'd be tough to blame them. Um, you know, it it'd be. I don't really know where they go, if I'm honest, but it'd be hard. Oh, to... I mean, if I was Jack, I would just go to like a top USL side, fucking Ireland or something. I mean, he can he there, but there are lower there were lower level leagues in Europe that he can go play for. Um, go are play, in the, go play in the Irish league. Go play, dude, in, te- in... dude. Tear it up in a league that you know you can fucking tear up, man. Go to USL. Go to like a Cincinnati. Go to this, one of these big time clubs that are paying their players and. Go, good, go, you know what? Cincinnati would be a great shout. Go to it. Go to a team trying to get. But a fucking miles. Kenny Walker is tearing it up. Like what the fuck? Like this is. I don't think he starts with them anymore. Oh, well, he was I on the team of the week. Either. So really? yes, he Holy was. Holy shit! So yes, he does. Really? USL must be yes. awful. I'm calling bullshit. I'm googling team of the week. Dude, Google it. I was, I was surprised because I didn't see. I don't, I don't believe you. I didn't see Ethan Zubak for his USL record-setting That's goal. Nonsense. That was an amazing goal too. And he's not on the. Uh, he's not on the team of the week. Oh. How was the rest of the game? <laughs> Well, I'm all for the the opening eight seconds or whatever. But Ten seconds, sir. If the rest of the game is 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 pretty booty, and um, got Kenny Walker named uh, USL Player of the Week, not even Team of the Week, sir. Damn. FCC midfielder recorded goal, two assists in four two victory over Red Bulls two, or the reigning champions Dos Toros, as I've decided. Yeah, I know that's him. awesome. You like that hashtag Dos Toros. I actually did like that because why not? That's so their nickname now. Let's let's preview. Um, let's go back to previewing the rest of the week. We have two games this week. God. Are you sure Tucker doesn't have anything else about Toronto? Uh, Give it a second. No, I thought it was weird. We played five. Both teams played five in the back, and we still got scored on four, four nothing. Like, it's not surprising. Though. You know, uh, João Pedro was was whatever. Jonathan was whatever. Diallo. Did actually? Any, I, I, I rather liked how Diallo played. Did anyone have like an above four rating? Yes, uh, actually, I mean. You got to be pretty awful to hit five. Uh, what you're usually looking for is is upper six, 
and lower in seven as a as a normal like okay he had a decent game and then anything over mid seven so no one got over 4.0 i think jonathan had the highest rating we averaged 6.05 as a team and toronto averaged 7.46 what about kempen um i mean you got you got four goals scored on you but still the guy played a good game the guy was i mean you can't say you had a good game when you got four goals scored on you, man. It's, but the, it's <laughs> that's the thing is he did. I mean, we are so bad that you only get four goals scored against you. That's actually a decent okay, game. I remember so, a Newcastle game where Shea Given gave up five goals and one man of the match. Jesus. So he was that good. <laughs> think of that Tim Howard game yeah. against Belgium, right? Say he's, he gets scored hey, on. Hey, that was three years ago. He needs to make saves now. So, yeah. Say he gives up four of those uh, those goals. Does he still have, like, oh, the amazing game he had against Belgium? Ooh, I stand corrected. Jonathan Dos Santos with the lowest rating of the game, uh, 5.6. And highest rated player on our team was Siani at 6.6. Yeah. <laughs> what? Okay, Don't, so that's that, bullshit. That, that, Just, wait, well, you were, the, you were the person to say he had a couple bad moments, and otherwise he was he was. First half was decent. No, I, I completely disagree. Uh, Ricketts came in as, obviously, man of the match with two, two goals at 9.4. Whatever. This stupid fucking player. <laughs> he, Why he, bring it up? he by himself, by himself, outshot our team. Yeah. Well stated. Yeah. I mean, what do you want? Like, of course, yeah. We had three shots, technically. Mm-hmm. None on goal. No, no, no. The, the, the goalie had to do nothing the whole game. Yeah. It was a bad nothing. game. Nothing. Bad game. Anyways, can we get away from God damn. Uh, you did this, Ben. <laughs> We were already ready to you move started, on. Yeah, I was. I was moving on. Oh, allegedly, just under twenty thousand at the stadium that week too. Yeah, another. Which for a twenty-five thousand seater stadium should be embarrassing by itself. The fact that it was also clearly a lie to anyone clearly. who was there um, is all the more embarrassing. If it's, it was above fourteen, I would have been like, "You're lying." Well, it's, it, it said something that it happened in the same. I would have said yeah, fifteen. Yeah, somewhere around there. It, it, it in the same day, or at least weekend, in the same day, I think. That Atlanta broke our old record um, for our first game, uh, uh, our old attendance record. In that same day, we we brought in allegedly nineteen point six five. It's telling, right? It's a, so. it's a telling sign. What do you can we can we preview Atlanta? And sure. Kansas City? Yeah, no, I I am all down. Atlanta's first. Yes. Joseph Martinez, the designated player for Atlanta, has bested Geo's entire season of production in eight days. With seven goals and I think it's two assists. Gio is on six goals and one assist. That's not fair because he's bested our entire forward core for the entire season in, mm-hmm. in two games. In, two, in actually probably a game, probably that one game. Well, he had he's had two hat tricks in yeah, the last exactly. week. So that makes him t- as tied with the, as many of the goals we've had from forwards. Yeah, it's you know, damn, it's a it's a it's a interesting season, man. You know. How bad do you think we're going to lose on Wednesday? Because uh, I'm even going to ask you a, a score prediction. So we're away to Atlanta, right? Away to Atlanta. If I were them, if I were them, I would run the score up. If I were them, I would do us like Reno did. Uh, well, didn't they? They did uh, New England 7-0, right? Dude, seven they one. did them dirty. No, it was 7-0, and New England was reduced to nine men, and they still kept going. You should. Why wouldn't you? And then they, they just tied Orlando 3-3. Yeah. So That's going to be a really fun run. From three goals to seven goals. What do you think the mar- what do you think we're going to land in that? Atlanta has a plus 22 goal differential. 
after they play the galaxy, it will be a plus sixty. Oh no, they're at zero right okay, now. So after Chris, they play the galaxy, they will be at a plus twenty-two yeah. goal differential. All right. So what do what do you? Because I'm not even expecting a draw, a win. That's that's not even a possibility. Okay, what's it's going to be a loss, hands down. Going to be, be a bad loss. I mean, how bad is the question? It's, it's not going to be a close loss. It's going to be a bad loss. How bad? How is bad the will it be? We're going to win. <laughs> Get the fuck out. No, if I if I were them, I'd run the fucking table up. This is their this is their chance. No, absolutely. This is their chance to if they want to introduce themselves on the world stage, they just opened they just opened their bit and it's a beautiful looking place. It is a beautiful looking stadium. I, I it's on my list. Like I'm willing to take a trip out to fucking Atlanta to look at that stadium for for a game. You're playing at home, you're playing against the Galaxy, who are wounded. Who are down and wounded on a national television? On game. national television, you think they're not coming for us? They just—they uh, just put—they just, put just dropped seven on New England. Who do, gives a fuck about New England? They just dropped a seven spot on them. People, for whatever did reason, you, did you see the the Instagram post of the? Uh, I think it was their president making the touchdown symbol. No, that's uh, awesome Arthur though. Blank because he apparently he doesn't like. Uh, uh, yeah, he doesn't the asshole like, who owns the yeah, whatever like his the name crafts. is, the Crafts. He yeah, doesn't like the Crafts. Yeah, after the Super Bowl, I mean. So, like, they dropped a seven spot on him. He yeah. was like, touch Dizzle. The Crafts don't give a fuck about the refs. Yeah. <laughs> little does he know that they, they, they don't give a shit. I read, I read, so Jay Heaps got fired, and I read the little thing that he wrote, and he was like, to the Crafts, the best owners in sports. I was like, bro, really? Yeah. One, they just fired well, you. They just to, fired you. To, to a certain sports franchise, they're the best oh, the, the, owners. The one, the. The, the pointy ball one. The throw ball one. The, the, the annoying assholes who call it hand egg. Hand egg, oh, yes. Oh, God, I hate it's that shit. Call so it football. Stupid. It's fine. It's called yeah. American football. That's fine, too. Yeah. Just leave me alone. Hand egg. Whatever you want. Egg. But yeah, it's it's gonna it could be rough. <laughs> it could be... <laughs> hopefully, Siani's better. Hopefully, Siani <laughs> has some time to, to gel and... But who does... I mean, presumably, he's gelling with Romney. Um, yeah, it's gonna, it's, gonna be a, it's gonna be a Romney... I didn't think Ariano Siani. did enough to... Nah. But you still, I mean, you could, maybe you play five in the back again. <laughs> Probably just to stick a body there. I mean, who just do just do like eight defenders? Like, what is it? Yeah, so yeah you we're gonna like park the bus. In the back. There's something you don't see a whole lot from the galaxy. We're gonna absolutely park the bus. Isn't that how why Ziggy got fired in the first place? But it's not even like the first time. Well, no, he was winning. He was yeah, in first he was, place. He was in first place, but they didn't like the soccer was, he was playing. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't. It'll be. Uh, I I would. You might genuinely see us just try to park absolutely park the bus and and. Just try to keep the score line as low as possible. Is it is it going to be good that most people are going to be missing the game because they'll be at work still? When is it? Four o'clock. On on Wednesday. What the fuck? Oh, because of the just, East Coast time. It's East Coast, yeah. Yeah, likely when people are listening to this, hopefully they'll listen to it before the game. Oh but, yeah, because <laughs> this is coming out. Well, the the ten minutes we spend on this game, it'll matter. Yeah. Because okay. we'll mean, lose. Like, I'm gonna say, you know, what, I'm. I, give me a score line prediction, Ed. You're my prediction I had wasn't as bad, but I'm gonna I'm gonna. I'm going to second guess myself again because I had it originally 3-1. No way we're scoring a goal in so Atlanta. Yeah, who the hell is going to score a goal? Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. We're going to drop another four. Gio. Four nil. Gio, I'll t- Fuck, what a sentence. I will take four nil. Four nil us, right? No, we're losing. Oh, shit. I agree with you, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> One hundred percent. I think it's four nothing. Four nothing. Yeah, four yeah. nothing sounds good. And that's uh, that, that is a generous scoreline to us. Yeah, it is, it I really was. Is. That was what I was going to say. I was going to say I would take four nothing. It really is. Oh God. Okay. So and now we have another game, Sunday game, 
It's going to be away to Sporting Kansas City. What a fucking week, right? It's not great. It's not a great one. It's overall, it's a pretty shitty week. That game's that game's at eleven o'clock, by the way. What in the morning? Yes. Oh fuck. Well, hopefully Emma will get another uh, Before noon morning goal. goal. Yeah. That's probably not Sporting happen. Kansas City sitting in third in the West. Um, eleven wins, six losses, and eleven draws. Uh, 44 points. Sorry, I'm stretching my legs out. Are, 44 points within one point. Beating us can send them to the top of the West. What is the likelihood that we break our loss record this week? Like, what percentage do you think? Uh, 0.001. We're not going to break our loss record. The same as our playoff one. Dude, it's 100%. 100%. There's no way. Which one are you calling, Ben? We are breaking the loss record. Kansas City. No, nah, dude, we're breaking our loss record. Oh, our loss. Tied. Oh, our loss record. Yeah, yeah. We're oh, breaking I thought our, you meant. I meant. I thought you meant our streak of losses. No, no, no. no. I would have said losing streak. Oh, I'm bro, about, like, it is our overall loss record. We're talking shattered dreams. Because right now we were talking about it. Uh, you should close dude, the goal. We're, we're going to lose the gold twenty games this year, dude. Twenty games this year. Because we're we're tied right with the modern day. We are yeah. currently so we are currently tied with the modern day LA Galaxy record for losses in a single season. season at fifteen. Uh, I give me a second. I'll look up what you said. That was. You said you're you're we're one away from tying the all time record, all time loss, which was record. from ninety seven. So that means if we lose both games this week, we are the new record holders. Yes. For um, so let me. So ninety seven, in ninety seven we won sixteen, lost sixteen. And that was, in the, that was in the era where there was no draws. Yeah. So and the beauty of MLS is we still finished as second in the in the Western Conference. Yay. Um, and well, there's like four teams, so. 2007, which this would be the 10th, uh, 10th anniversary of, if we did not lose another game, we would tie our modern era losses for a single season, um, which sits at 15. So the percentage of us breaking our all-time loss record. Before you and I sit down to do this again? Yes. Ooh, I can't say 100. Dude, 80%. It's ninety nine point nine percent. No, it's a hundred. It's not a hundred. It is a Nothing, hundred. Nothing's ever for sure. The only thing that Similous. saves the galaxy from not losing both games is another if, hurricane. Yeah, exactly. Hurricane. America. Exactly is a game getting canceled. <laughs> That's the only way. Lightning strikes in Kansas City. <laughs> yeah. Um, we still have to play that game though. Probably the next day. Yeah. So forget it. It's a. It's a one hundred percent. I'll say eighty. See, we can get a we can get a draw out of Kansas City, dude. Look at the points. I don't game. know how. Kansas, look, I don't don't ask me how we're going to do it, but we can get a draw out of Kansas City. I don't even. City. I don't even They're feel the like best team in the West. I don't feel confident we're going to get another. We're going to see another win this year. Kansas City, Vancouver's the best team. No, I think if you well, look, if you look, at, if you look point. at points per game, I yeah. think I think Kansas City separated tops. by half of nothing. Yeah, um, it's you know, trust the process. <laughs> This is this. You know what I'm starting to enjoy, and you're you're correct, sir. Uh, or no, you're incorrect. Points per game, still Vancouver, um, at one point six one. Um, agree to ooh, disagree. The West sucks. Well, I mean, like I have math on my side, so I'm, I, I'm not going to agree to disagree. That uh, it's just the maths. I think you're Common Core, and I don't believe it. I don't. I I have two children in elementary school. I still don't know what Common yeah. Core is. Really? I still have. Z- I know my girl does math. That doesn't make any sense whatsoever to me. That's the, that. That is the Common Core. Like yeah. I don't. I don't get how they figure out because one plus one doesn't equal two anymore. No, no it, it, it equals yeah. feelings and love or something. <laughs> um, I still f- I, something and and and, it, and I know it's this. It's this 
it's these these holdover memories from old seasons where I'm like, this is when we start rallying, but it it really doesn't matter. It's literally impossible. We could win. We could win. We could win both games and be out of the playoffs by the next time you and I sit down. It's fucked up. We could win both games. We could win both games by ten goals and be out of the playoffs by the next time you and I sit down. Hey, math major, I thought we already were out of the playoffs. No, we have a point zero zero one percent chance of making it. So we are we we could be out by Wednesday. We could be out by Wednesday night, by tomorrow. Tomorrow, depending on when you're listening to this, we could be out by uh, tomorrow night. So for the third time in le- in team history, third. Who? We went three years without going to the playoffs. Oh six, oh seven, oh eight. You got to use your words, man. I you can't just hold I don't up think fingers. That's right. That is correct. We missed the playoffs correct. after two thousand five. It was three. Correct. It was three years in a row. Yeah. And we haven't. Oof. We didn't go back till two thousand nine. Yeah, I was season ticket holder. Oh, you're right, sir. 2006, 2007, 2008. So fourth uh, time in the I'd in like to quickly history. say, suck it, Chris. Suck it. Um, what's the likelihood we get an, another win this year? We play... Here's the schedule right now? I have the teams. Um, we play Atlanta. Loss. Kansas City. Loss. Houston. Mm. Oh, not just are we going to lose, AJ or Leo will score on us. RSL at home. Could win that. No, could win that. No, RSL is gonna be fighting for a playoffs. You know, you remember when really they hard when they beat us six two, and that was when they were at the bottom of the league. Now they're actually in a playoff spot. <laughs> How has everyone gotten better except for us? Minnesota at home, that might be Possible. the one. That, that's the that's the. Yeah, but it's also one. at home, and also, yeah, it's at home, and they actually been playing better too. Yeah. And then we close out the season with Dallas. That in, could that in, could be a win. In Dallas, in Dallas, do again. Dallas is gonna be is gonna be. Fighting for the playoff line. So, of all the teams that are not going to be playing in the playoffs or making a run for the playoffs, Minnesota, that's the one game I think we could win. I'm not holding my breath, though. I think we go into the rest of the season not uh, notching another uh, mark in the win column. Can we get Tucker to hold his breath? Why would you want that? Why? I don't know why I went really. <laughs> that was really Disney movie. Um, <laughs> There is we. There is no way for us to avoid the all-time record. Absolutely. No, yeah, no. Like I said, I, no I mean, way. If anything, there's a better chance. Losses. If anything, there's a better chance we will set a record. Oh, we will set. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna happen. It's gonna happen. If anything, there's a better chance that we will set a record now that won't get broken in the future. Like you're sitting through, potentially, hopefully, the worst ever campaign we will ever have. This is fucking depressing. Yeah, I'm sorry Good. for everyone who's Welcome. listening to this. Man. Welcome, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to my universe. There's, there's no, there's no way to to put a fucking cherry on top of it or to to sweeten it up. It's just this is the way it is, unfortunately. But blame the we can't we can't even blame the people who run this team because I can. We I mean we can. There's there's absolutely no. There's there's no accountability. Because you know, if you if you listen or you follow Kevin Baxter on Twitter or um, I haven't listened to the episode this week, but him saying that I because I, I, I tweeted him, I'm saying you know what well, what's um, how can I get job security like client and, and company? <laughs> that was a good one. Asking for a friend, and he just said, "Well, you probably won't. You probably will still see these guys here, but their job titles won't be the same. So it's like, what's the fucking point?" I mean, what does that mean? It just seems like these guys are so going to get shuffled gonna, around. They're still going to keep getting a paycheck. 
I mean, look, it's it's not fair to compare them to these people, but you're kind of similar to the to the Catholic archdiocese I feel, where they're molesting kids. I, I, I knew you were going, and they there just too. get shuffled to another parish. I feel like you're going to see Karofsky as the new GM come next year. I don't think you'll or see. New, I, I don't think you'll see a GM. I think you'll see or Ziggy your new president. Both. I think you'll see Ziggy. Or I'll see Karofsky as your new president come next year. I know. Yo, Jovan so. Karofsky is the person who found Roman Alessandrini. He ha- it's like he, which is applaud worthy. Him like him he his title and his you know face to the for, to for the company is just like Dan Beckerman's where it's like you really don't know what he does. He's like the shadow player. He's Jared Kushner. I don't know that. If is. you well, if you follow if any of the, the adults the adults who are listening to this um who <laughs> are following world politics at all Jared Kushner is Donald Trump's uh, son-in-law, and he was, when the Trump administration took over, he was tasked with, like, 15 different jobs that were all super important, where it's like, you would really like someone who is just dedicated to Middle East peace, to handle Middle East peace, and you would just want some, you would want someone to solely handle the opioid crisis, you don't want them trying to do both at the same time, that's Karofsky, he's presumably in charge of our scouting network. He is also a part of the coaching staff temporarily, and he does Bundesliga coverage, uh, and he's part of the front office decision-making committee. Like, it's this guy who's doing all these jobs and kind of succeeding and kind of failing in all of them, but no one really seems to know what he does. He's just technical director of everything. Is that his official title? I was wondering. Yeah. That. Officially, he's technical he's director. Technical director. And and you have to applaud he's him. He's scout. He's everything. Yeah. He's scout. You, you have to applaud him for finding someone like Alessandrini. But you, in the same breath, you have to look at paying 1.25 for Jao Pedro, who Jao Pedro has earned the salary he's making. He doesn't warrant the transfer fee that you paid. Who a- answers for that? Who speaks up for that? Where does Klein say... Well, yeah, Jao Pedro is worth the 120. It's a long term. It's a long term investment. In eight years, when he's our, our commanding defensive midfielder and he's been at the club for eight years, the transfer will make sense. Because aren't you saying with the firing of of Alfo mm-hmm. and the, the the ultimate failed season that it was ultimately your fault? You chose him. You chose. Well, let's let's be honest. I I have no idea if if you put anyone in that situation. I don't know if they prosper. If you, if you had Siggy instead of uh, instead of an awful, I don't know if well, I don't you even remember know if, you it's, and, if it's any different. You and I talked a while ago where I said, um, in one of the reasons that that made some sense to me is no matter who you replace Bruce Arena with, they're going to be viewed as a failure. There's nothing you can really do. It's similar to David Moyes taking over at Manchester United. It doesn't matter who you replace uh, Sir Alex Ferguson with; that person is going to fall short. So if you get if you put you let Anolfo take a, a scapegoat role, and then you bring in your real manager, then fine, it makes some sense. You bring in Caleb Porter, you bring in Jason Cry, whoever the hell you were thinking about bringing in. So that they don't have to directly live up to Bruce's legacy. All they have to do is top what Anolfo, what, uh, what um, Anolfo has done. But then you replace him with Ziggy, who was free, who was free back when you hired Anolfo. Like why? It shows that you, you fucked up. Just say, be a man. Be a fucking man and cop to the fact that you fucked up. There's nothing wrong with that. Because look, you're not getting fired. It's honor. It's <laughs> Shadow President Dan Beckerman is not going to be like. Oh, but, I mean, they did have uh, they did have Papa Anschultz at the game on on Saturday though. So Bob Bradley was at the game. Papa Anschultz was at the game. 
I mean, to to your the head coach of your of your in city rival showed you lying about attendance, which I'm sure he knows is is a thing that happens. Fuck the um, showed your inability to sell out your stadium on a Saturday night against a marquee opponent five months before he comes into the league. I'm not saying they should or shouldn't be. But if I was LAFC, like, why would you be all that worried? It can't I, be. It can't be that hard. Three guys. <laughs> three guys who were employed by AEG destroyed the Galaxy yeah. in seven months. What you can't do it with a bankroll? Three guys who are allowed to make decisions destroyed the team. The Galaxy. The Galaxy said LAFC's coming. We best get ready, and then went in and demolished themselves. In preparation. It's got to get some like some conspiracy theories, man. We're like. P. Fainas. Pete was like uh He did play for Chivas. He did. And Seattle. Although they're although all fence sitters keep telling me that they're not Chivas, so I don't know. Golden goats. I mean the first thing they do is go buy a, a Chivas USA player. Mm-hmm. But whatever. And a Chivas USA head coach. Anyways, uh so what's your prediction for the Kansas City game then? We'll kinda of go back to that a little bit. I'll take a draw. Just to just to stave off just to stave off the setting the record. It's going to happen. Are we at home after the Kansas away. City game? We're away again? Uh, we're away for the next three games. So we would set it on the road. Yeah. At least you're not setting it at home, I guess. Is a... I do I, I do like, I think we'll we'll draw. I'll How say. many people come to the last two games, do you think? I would hope none. Yeah, I'm thinking that hope we're, we're not going to get, we're not going to break 15,000. No. I mean, I don't think we did on Saturday. but I don't think so either. I would hope, I would hope, I would hope zero. You want, you actually want the administration gone? If you genuinely want the administration gone, because it won't matter whether we win or lose those last two games. If you genuinely want the administration gone, right, don't right, go. All right, save it for the lightning round. Uh, I apologize. Um, on that note, let's go to the lightning round. I thought we were uh, doing G two. No, no, we're, I didn't get a chance to we're watch it. Almost at an hour, and Zubac scored a Zubac. Congratulations, to Ethan, our Absolute boy. Fucking you know worldly. what? Let's take a little bit because Ethan Zubac, our I'll boy, just, yeah. scores the fastest goal in USL history. And it was beautiful. Do you remember a goal? Uh, what was that uh, that Aussie guy, the Australian dude? Dan Keat? No. <laughs> Played for New York. Oh, sorry. He was New Zealand. Uh, oh, um, oh, fuck. Played for Everton. Played for Everton, yeah. God damn it. This is going to bother me. Um, Anyways, go back to look at his goal where he scored like the quickest goal in MLS history Tim or whatever. Tim Cahill. Tim Cahill. Like carbon copy. Yeah. Like off a kickoff, like the ball goes over the defender in him, and then he just turns and it fucking boots it into the goal. Can I get credit Absolutely. for how quickly I yanked Dan Keat from the back of my mind? I mean, you got, Absolutely. You got the wrong I, country. I, I, and he's a Kiwi. I, yeah. I know, but I... He's a Kiwi. So this guy's a dick. I, I met him once. I'll give you half a point because that was completely wrong. I'll take that. I'll, okay. give, you, I'll, Kiwi, give, you, I'll, I'll give you a whole point because it's the right hemisphere. How about this? I'm an American. New Zealand, Australia. Same I mean, place. Whatever. Same, yeah, they sound the same. Yeah. Same city, right? <laughs> it's a different county. Uh, go Ethan Zubak. Still love that kid. Vote for him for uh, USL Goal of the Week if you haven't yet. And um, they lost two one to Sacramento, so is, they scored in the first ten seconds, and then they lose two to one. And it also, seems to be the way their year's gone, though. Yeah. It's, also, that's not um, the first time they've done that, or well, blown a lead like that. Was the Galaxy two debut for Leonardo Sepulveda, who is an academy graduate? Um, you should follow him on Twitter at Leo Sepulveda zero one. Um, he follows the squadcast and tweeted out to us. Yeah, all right. You know, I want to give big ups to the kid. 
Big ups, dude. Hopefully you got a big future with the team. Hopefully you can lead us into prosperity. We need you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, the next G2 game is going to be... Sorry, I have my notes right here. Uh, at Tulsa Roughnecks. By the way, these fucking weird Another sex and, move. Yeah, the Tulsa Roughneck. Hey, I did girl. that the other day, brother. No, you didn't. You're married. She's still recovering. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you're like, yeah, you're no, like exactly. 11 months away. You are so close from no more Colorado switchbacks. <laughs> no more Tulsa Roughnecks for no, me. There will not be a Jacksonville Armada anywhere near your world. <laughs> um, so they play at the... T- they keep talking like that. I'm, I'm going to give you a Rochester Rhino, brother. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, the G2s played at Tulsa Roughnecks on Saturday at 5 p.m. So you guys can catch it on YouTube. Uh, there'll probably be a little... You can have like you know, a Saturday Galaxy game. You have a Wednesday Galaxy game. You can have a, Saturday, a Sunday Galaxy game. It's a lot of disappointment in one week. <laughs> I was like, if we were winning, that's a hell of a week. That's a lot of disappointment in one week. Oh, I'm going to watch them all. Yeah. It's going to be rough. All right, Ben, let's get into the lightning round before we head out of here, man. Pew, 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 pew. Lightning, lightning round. The nice. lightning round. All right, Um, question number one has to do with our boy, Jao Pedro. Tell me okay. how you think about it. What's the point to Jao? All right, now the, the Jonathan is here and obviously not going anywhere. I mean. The Jonathan. Yeah. He's going to. Is Jow sticking around? Yes. Yeah. It was a transfer fee involved. He's not going anywhere. He costs. He costs. Well, that's what I'm saying. Can we afford to keep Jow? Can we afford to keep Jow around? What's he going to do? He costs 150,000. Yeah, he costs like 100. Uh, um, unless he can, unless he can like find a pair of balls and actually step on someone's foot. What good? What's I love the, the lightning round because it feels like my answers don't matter. <laughs> they don't. This. It's uh, like I've got. I've uh, got an opinion. It's coming That's out. Stupid. No, I, <laughs> What's I was, the answer to this? I was telling Ed before no. the show that the lightning round is much more of a lightning rant today. No, um, no Jal's not going anywhere. He cost he cost us Tam. It's peanuts. And he cost yeah. He makes nothing. He that's the thing. He makes what he makes. Which is, can you look? Would you mind looking that up quickly on the, the I think MLS it's players I think it's union? It that's like, what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah, I think it's about it's around one twenty. That is phenomenal for what Jao Pedro gives you. If you can. I'm going to turn my mic so but, well, What we need you. is a destroyer. We don't need another fucking number eight. We need someone who's going to step on someone's... We, 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 no, need, we need, we we need, need someone... Joey Franchino. Can someone dig him up? Wow. No, we don't. We need someone who... Yeah, will, 120, by the way. We need someone who will stay in his position, who will do the opposite of what Jones was doing in the beginning of the year, who will stay in his position and play defensive midfield, can also link a pass between the defense and the forwards, but knows where he where he belongs and, and will stay in his position, especially if he's going to play next to Jonathan, who can can play further back, but will have a, a um, who will want to go forward and try to get involved in the attack in some way. So basically, what Jones has been doing the last like four games. What Jones has done since he got back from injury, like that's because oh, the dude has no mobility. He's going to be back with the team next year. Oh my god! Oh, only if he's playing on a Segway or something. I I, I can't imagine a scenario. I can't either. I mean, I he... can't imagine a scenario, but I also can't imagine a scenario where any of these fucking idiots keep getting to run this team. So if they get to run this team, it's entirely possible that that Jones will be back. But to the Jao question, what for what we pay him, and for the fact that we've already invested the TAM in buying down his transfer fee, it would be it would it would further compound the stupid decision we made to sign him in at that fee to begin with, if we were to get rid of him after one year. Does, does anyone know the rules as far as that fee goes? Does, does the fee carry over until next year for just the one yeah, year, and that's it? It doesn't. He would he would so, have been a DP this year. Okay, so next year he's just he's 120, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I guess it's like his total compensation is like 141. Yeah, so it's not. It's 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 uh, it makes sense. It's peanuts compared to long term. Yeah, exactly. All right, whatever. He still needs to get a pair of balls and be tougher. You could say that about ten other men on the field. 
True, but they're not defensive. They're, they're not defensive midfielders. No, but they all did. We need they so, balls. I mean, they only they only is a set of stones. I wouldn't say it about Emma Boateng. I just take that back. I would. What Emma Boateng is fucking Mike Randolph reincarnated. I can't. I'm going to get oh, Mike Randolph cool. in here. I'm going to get Mike Randolph like, in here, and I'm going to play that you're clip talking, for him. You're talking to, to the Mike Randolph fucking it's like, you know, you know we've, dri- we've driven down to Orange County to watch Mike Randolph play in the USL. I apologize. Okay. Man. That's my boy. That's our boy. Oh, all right, all right. Man. You're hearing a lot of you. live. you listen to any other soccer show, you're hearing a lot about this TFC team being called the best in history. I don't listen to I think it's shows. a bunch of bullshit. I think the best team in history, in MLS history, is by far that 2011 Galaxy team that looked like they were never going to lose a game, that Beckham, Donovan, and Keen on it. What's your take on TFC being already crowned the best regular season team in history, Ed? Oh, I mean, it's it's you know it's new history. It's it's the new shiny toy that that's going to be touted as the best team. You know, um, I don't doubt if they win the MLS Cup this year that it will be rival to that 2011 team. I mean, what 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 did we end up in that that season? Like 60 points. For what, 2011, 2012? 2011. 2011. Uh, They won the Supporter Shield and the MLS Cup. 2011? I think it was like 60 points. 67. 67. So Toronto's like, what, five points away from... from 67, 34 games played, so the exact same amount. Uh, Toronto is on 62 at the moment. If they win MLS Cup, I mean, If you can't win the big one, it's all irrelevant. Then maybe. uh, I mean, I thought the 2010 LA Galaxy was probably the best team I, I think I've seen from us, including 2011 or 2012. We also got blown out three nothing in the Western Conference Final against Dallas. Now that 2011 team, man, they never looked like they were going to lose a game. It's it's the where there was at no point that, that in that whole season where you felt like all right, this team is out of a game. At sure. no point in that season. Where I mean, that's the same thing they could say for Toronto. Man, where it's hard Toronto. to compare, but that's, that's you're asking getting... me the question, man. Yeah, I don't care. Your answer's fucking wrong. It's not. If they win, don't, oh, you're you don't wrong. Pull, you don't pull that oh, roll dude. off as well as I do. If, if they <laughs> if they win MLS Cup this year. I mean, you can you can say clearly they they rival us for that year for the 2011. You cannot clearly say that. Yeah, I you can disagree. Sebastian Giovinco is arguably the best on-field player in the history of the league. On the field, it's arguably the best on-field player talent that the league has ever seen. And I say arguably to be respectful of anyone who wants to say Robbie Keane or Beckham or Donovan. Giovinco is objectively better than all of them. Michael Bradley is one of the best center midfielders in the history of the league, certainly one of the best that's playing right now. Josie is also there. Um, they are an extremely stacked team. They're also playing a thinner MLS than, than there was in 2011 because there's more teams and there's more diversity, and there's a lot of bad teams this year. Um, I wouldn't want to watch the game. I mean, I would love to watch the game. As a Galaxy fan, I'd be a little worried. You're talking about a 2011 t- season where mm-hmm. they had – Chivas USA still in the league. Mm-hmm. You had the Toronto team, which was still no. the Toronto team at the time, the old Toronto we know of. You had the Colorados of, of your of your world. You had um, your DC Uniteds of the world. Like it's not like we didn't have shitty teams that year. I'm not saying we didn't. I'm saying we had. And it's not like every year there's not every year there's okay. always are, are, every year there's always conversation of the expansion and the thin. Uh, talent that is this league, mm-hmm. and now we have a league where arguably there's more talent brought into this league because of Tam, more DP spots, and you know, Tam, Gam, Ram, Sham, all these stupid web ass ding dong, <laughs> all these extra, you know, money outlets that are coming in. Mm-hmm. Arguably, say actually MLS is harder now than it was 2011. 
All right, so so Beckham, Donovan, and Keane versus Giovinco, Bradley, and Altador. I would. I mean, that's hands down. You pick Beckham, Donovan, and Keane, and that's just not because we're Galaxy fans. But it's not just them. I mean, G, don't you could say Giovinco Giv- is the best of all of those. Giovanni. Giovanni is the best of all six of those. Yes, but Giovanco as a trio, that Galaxy trio is better than the TFC trio. And if you disagree with me, fuck so you're you. starting a team. You're starting a team today, and I, and we're not talking franchise mode here. But you're starting a team today, and you get to pick one of those trios. Who are you picking? I mean, I'm, I'm always going to be picking the Galaxy just because. I mean, that's just bias, especially back in 2011. Beckham still had a little left in the tank. Donovan was still was still going, and and Keen was friggin'. Keen was, was Keen. 31, 30, 2011, 31, I think. So and you have Jivinko, who's 27. Keen right, Keen at 31. Is better than Josie Altador at whatever age he's at now. Oh, he'll Josie will never be as sure. good as Keen ever. Yeah. I don't think anyone's arguing that. Yeah, that's, that's no <laughs> I don't argument. think anyone's exactly. arguing that. Exactly, and to play with Donovan and back then Beckham, all he did was uh, I remember but that also, season. You're so, he but, he. But my, my, hold on, my, my seats are right for what's at one fourteen. I sit right just on the edge of the center circle, and that's where Beckham sat, just sending balls over the top to Donovan and Keen. Right, but this was also a season where we started Chris Birchall. Like it's not. Dude, I am all TNT for the international trio. man. Come I'm all, on. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, he came uh, what up. What argument like, was that? <laughs> he he came up in some the English pride of Northern Ireland. That's what are you right, talking about? Hey, man. Space is high. Hey, that's George Space Best. Is high, mate. George Best of pride of Northern Ireland. But this is a season where we're starting Chad Barrett, where we're where Dan Keats getting minutes, where Hector Jimenez is getting minutes, where Adam Chrisman is starting in a cup. Fo- well, that was a little later. But Adam Chrisman uh, is on the team. You know, this is. These are years where Dustin McCarty, Leonardo, people, I like him, but Brian Perk, Miguel Lopez, Michael job. Stevens, Ryan Thomas, Paolo Cardoza. I love that name. I still love that name. Um, Jack fucking McBean still in the house. Uh, was, Sean Alvarado. We signed, we signed McBean that year. And obviously, and one of my favorite Galaxy players of all time, Mr. Desan Robinson, who played one game and got an MLS Cup winner's medal. Um, yeah, but you're also forgetting... Gonzalez and De La Garza and Sean Franklin. Oh, that is the year of the Fantastic Four. That is yeah. the year of the Guardians of the Galaxy, the the best backline this league's ever seen. John, it, that, that'd be so, an, that'd be an amazing game to watch. I'd watch the fuck out of it. It'd be scary because TFC's good, and I and you know you also have to factor in that you. And that was when Josh Saunders was still on Coke, so fucking he was good. What a sentence! <laughs> but that, you know, <laughs> it's one ask- of those things where over time you also. You immortalize these people in your brain, and you immortalize these teams in your memory, where you think, you know, no, they couldn't, they couldn't fucking, lose. they were, they were unstoppable. They weren't unstoppable. They lost games that year. Everybody, every team loses some games that year. Um, but it's to your point, it's it's the year and the part, the place where I should just argue with myself because he's not not bringing the level that I need. Dude, I've been waiting to get a word you in. Fucking <laughs> oh, you you can't wait to get a word in. You got to leap the word in. You got you got to fight for your minutes here. Uh, Juninho, I mean, we had yeah. some some great players that year. Uh, AJ off the bench, uh, Frankie Hayduk off the bench, Sean Franklin starting a right back, Todd Donovan, the, yeah. formerly the best left back we ever had. Great teams. But they were both great teams I would have loved to watch the game. Ed, anything to add? All right, cool, moving on. <laughs> what can I add to that? I mean, I, I would, right. I, I, again, I would argue that MLS is harder now than it was. Ed, I was five joking. Years ago. I was joking okay. when I asked if there's anything to add. You actually have owners who give a shit now. They're going to overtake us for points playing the exact same amount of games. Different, di- different world. More designated different, players. In different the world. Eyeball, eyeball test. Okay, the uh, strict uh, eyeball test. That 2011 Galaxy team was better. 
That's cool. You're wrong. But Eyeball wrong. test? I mean, at memory test, they weren't. They were. Shut up, Tucker. I mean, if you enjoy being wrong as often as I, you enjoy being wrong, that is entirely your prerogative. I do. I enjoy it. Trust me. Ask Who my am I to tell I, you ask otherwise? my wife. She'll tell you the same damn thing. <laughs> That's your prerogative. That's the ending song right there. There you go. Prerogative, It's not Bobby the ending Brown. song, damn it. You guys don't get to pick it this week. All right. Well, you're not going to be ready anyway, so whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> go. <laughs> All right. We t- you touched on this briefly earlier. With the attendance dropping, I mean, clearly dropping. I mean, 19,000 was a load of shit. If there was 14 there. If the attendance continues to drop, is there a chance... You see, um, Ann Schultz make a change no. because it, because it's gonna it has to come from him. It's not gonna come from Beckerman. Beckerman uh, doesn't give a shit about this team. It's got to come from Ann Schultz. And Beckerman and it's gonna come. <laughs> Beckerman cares when there's like a, a new signing, and then he comes out to take the picture, and then goes back to his shadows. Did he? Does he even come out for the signing? I don't yes, think he, he did. I thought he didn't come out for the Jonathan signing. Andrew Boyens played in 2012. There is no way the 2012 team was better. Done. Well, it's 2011. Like the it. worst. Well, he said 2012 was better. Eyeball test. No, I said tw- I 11. said 2011. Oh well, then fuck it. Yeah, that's right. Sorry, what was the question? Well, if How attendance do they get dips, <laughs> does, if no, attendance dips so low that will someone get fired? No, no one, no one will get fired. Attendance dipping is the only way someone's going to get fired. No one's getting fired. Whether they get fired or not is a different question. But I, I would like, imagine. Like, how bad is it? Does it have to get for Klein to lose? Because I mean, everybody, everybody. I guess everybody's assuming Vianus may not be out of a job, but he's likely out of his position after yeah, this year. I think he's done at general but, manager. But but Klein, who is he's built up enough goodwill with AEG that it's going to take a lot to get that dude out of his job. I'm not sure. I'm not sure that leash is as long as we think, and that's mostly based on when you think about what the Galaxy as an organization has done uh, on the field. Anyway, most of it's built from other people. Um, where you have to give Klein a lot of credit is for things like the academies, for the the college program he had with Rio Fuji's family, the the high school that they wanted to develop, the girls' academy that they wanted to develop. He's developed a lot of outside things for the Galaxy um, over his tenure that's all been led by him, that's been fronted by him. But when you also look at the revenue streams based on those, he's mostly created things that cost AEG money regularly. Um, and we, we're not going to get any our hands on any financials and, and I get the feeling that even if this gets listened to by someone with the galaxy they might criticize what we're saying about it but won't deliver any numbers to show us that we're incorrect so I feel fairly confident continuing in, in my line of thinking um, but the majority of the things that I can think of Klein really spearheading cost AEG money in a time where we are clearly still cost cutting um, I, I I hope none of their jobs are safe and attendance might be a, a big reason why. So we'll, and, and I, I, I'm enjoying seeing the fact that in, in Los Angeles, a city much maligned for its sports loyalties, as the team gets shitty, people walk away. And that's, I think, what you should do. I think you should vote with your wallet, and people have decided to vote with their wallet. Ed, how are you voting next year? Uh, with my wallet. And you're voting? To not renew. Uh, I, I, I told myself... You know, I'm not I'm not renewing until Pete and, and Vanus are gone. Or and, Pete and Klein, sorry. Yeah, and sadly uh, I So flat out. And I got and I got a wedding pay, a wedding to pay for, so yeah. you know, I I've been I I sit in one fourteen. They're like this the next expensive tickets that are not like the club seats. And for the first time bougie in bougie motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. They're the bougie it's seats. Prone, but you man. know what? I I don't think I'm gonna renew. 
and I always renew. And it's it's like I, I, I the the fact that I can't trust this front office to not hire fucking Dominic Kinnear. Is it's you got Jesse going or you got Jesse going, dude? <laughs> it's like I got season tickets in the worst seasons the Galaxy had. Yeah, prior to the season, I still I stuck but around. You saw them trying. I saw them trying, try, trying to make moves to this team. I have no confidence. I have no confidence. I have no confidence in the front office. Absolutely. Which, which leads me to the Why last question: um, How much of this do you leave, do you put on Bruce Arena for leaving the cupboard bare? You should go first. Zero. It's it's not his. Just like how MLS has no business helping out the U.S. men's national team. Bruce has no business after leaving the Galaxy of of the responsibilities of anything that happens. Sure, Klein and Vahanas and all of them were his guys and exactly. who he brought he, up. Yeah, he, he So? He, rec- he recommended Anolfo. He said Anolfo should get the job. Okay. Cool. He, he has... What 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 sway does Bruce Arena have once he signs that paper saying, I'm leaving this team? What's What sway should he have? He's gay, he, dude. You got a big giant junk like Arena, dude. Your sway lasts. He says an awful gets a job, an awful gets a job, then, and he fucks us for a year. Then, then I have no confidence in Klein and Pete being men. Yeah, well, they're not. And Everybody they're not knows men. that. And having not, a, well, and having of, and having a backbone to, to make their own decisions. So uh, then again, Klein I have doesn't no, make his own decisions. Klein is a ye- Klein is a yes man. Then again, I have no confidence in these two players, so I will not give them my money. Correct. Players, ooh, what a what a fucking backhanded dig. You don't even call them executives. I have no faith in these two former MLS guys. That's because neither one of them was good when they played. Look, to answer the question, I mean, that statement about Chris Klein is just ridiculous. He was an amazing player. Um, even He was even a great right back. It's he nuts. has my all-time favorite Galaxy goal. Yeah, that so is an insane statement. Um, no, I put zero blame on Bruce Arena. He, is, he was a coach and a general manager who was – um, nearing the end, came out of, uh, not a retirement, but came out of a, a, a little mini sabbatical following um, his release from from the Red Bulls to, to come out and coach a Galaxy and said, the only way I'll do it is if I get to do it my way and I get control and, and we handed it over to him because it was the right decision. Bruce Arena is also 65 years old. How there was no contingency plan, how you hadn't spoken to a manager that was possible, how Atlanta signed Tata Martino in the same season Bruce Arena left. And and there was rumors that he was leaving the year before. The year before. And the year before that. Like the, there was there's been rumors for a while that Bruce was rounding out his time. And we like still if, went if, with we still went with whether and look, whether Bruce Arena recommended Anolfo or not, Kurt Anolfo was a serial MLS loser. It's what he did in MLS. Why Bruce Arena telling you that Kurt Anolfo is ready makes Kurt Anolfo ready is beyond me. Does Bruce know this league better than most? Fucking abs- better than all? Absolutely. Absolutely. Kurt Anolfo was a guy who was offered an MLS job who said, no, thank you. I'm going to coach down in USL because that's that's the place for me because I want to be in this administration. I want to be in line. He waited in line for a job because he knew Bruce Arena was 65 years old or 62 or 63 or 64 and would eventually get to a point where it would be time to leave and he is going to be the most senior guy. It is not... Bruce, Bruce Arena's responsibility to hold the president and the general manager's hand through his transition out when the the entire point of their job, the entire point of their job is to ensure the stability and the continuity of the club 
regardless of who's there. Whether it's AJ, whether it's Landon, whether it's Bruce, whether it's Kobe, whether it's anyone else, their sole job is to ensure the continuity from championship reign to championship reign to rebuilding to championship reign. We were not rebuilding, and we demolished the club. We've built it back up, and now we need to rebuild it again. So even if you put 2017 on Bruce Arena, who are you putting 2018 on? Because we're rebuilding again. We absolutely have to rebuild. If you believe Ziggy's rant, whatever, about every player playing for their job and, and, and so on, who's responsible for 2018? Because Bruce Arena, we're, we're, pretty soon, it'll be a year since Bruce left. And you're still president, and you're still general manager, and you're still in charge. You're still technical director. You're still the people in charge of, of guiding this team to the next level. Bl- blame Bruce if you want. Let's say let's say it's 100% Bruce Arena's fault. So now what? You going to fix it? Are you bringing in someone who will fix the problem? Or do we sit and twiddle our thumbs and blame Bruce Arena for Cause, it? Because I know if, at my job, if I said, oh, it was the guy before that didn't do this right, so that's why I fucked up. My bosses wouldn't care. Your boss immediately comes and says, "Well, why didn't you fix it? <laughs> why didn't you do? Why didn't you do it?" Right Did job? you see what was wrong? Yeah. You, you need a union job, man, because my boss wouldn't say that. Well, imagine, imagine your <laughs> boss says, "Well, no." So, so uh, the guy before you said I should hire you, and he's wrong. Clearly, you can't do the job. I'm gonna go ahead and stick by you because the guy before you, you know, the one who left the sinking ship, he said you're the guy for the job. You think your boss gets to keep that job if you fuck the whole ship up? So do you trust this organization no. to fix it? No. Do you, Why would you I? remember before Bruce came in how what a fucking shit show that this team was? Mm-hmm. Do you remember who and hired took, Bruce Arena? It took a guy like Bruce Arena to fix it. Do you remember who hired Bruce Arena? Who hired Bruce Arena? There's a man named Chris McGowan who was the president prior to Christopher Klein. And where's Chris McGowan now? He left to, I believe, become CEO of the, I want to say the Portland Trailblazers. That feels right. I want to say it was the Portland Trailblazers. So we're fucked with the current people in charge. Yeah, they. But that I mean, was. But, but but all the way up to shadow president, we're we're totally screwed. Because he's not going to do anything. He look to to go a little easier on on shadow president Dan Beckerman. He trusted the system that was in place, similar to you Chris Klein. You shouldn't say his name anymore. From now on, he'll just be referred to as Shadow President. Shadow, Shadow President. Yeah. Uh, he he trusted the system that was in place, and that has shown that it is not working. So well, the next, but, but that's got to show poor judgment on his part to have this much faith in these three idiots. Um, I mean, you. Well, I think no, no, faith it's, in, it's, it's not because I'm saying this because of the fact that these guys aren't just brand new. They've been around the organization, so either he hasn't been around the organization and observed the fact that these guys are he idiots. hasn't been around the organization. Well, see, then that's on him again. But that's that's not his job. I mean, if he's if he's, but it is his job. It's as not. A if he's president. spending his time, if he's spending his time, he is as a representative of AEG. If he's spending his time around the clubhouse, it's kind of his he job. is. Would like it's would, not his job. Kind of his job. Would Tim Lewicki have let this happen? See, Tim Lewicki was around all the time, but Tim Lewicki seemed to have uh, a psychosis with losing. That I don't think Beckerman has, and I don't think AEG has that drive that Tim Lewicki has to not be embarrassed. Well, by I mean, well, they, they, you know, I mean, we've we've said this multiple times. You saw this happen with the Kings. Yeah. Same shit happened with the Kings. This has been in the works. They spent too much money, had shitty contracts, you know, didn't make the playoffs. Did make the playoffs. And they got fired. And then they promoted from within because they want to keep the continuity of the club going, whether that's good or bad. It's cheap. Yeah. And that's what we're focused on. We're focused on the money. 
It's not about whether it's it doesn't. You think Dan? I mean, I I have no reason to believe he does. That Dan Beckerman gives two shits whether we break a record this year for the most losses. I think he cares that we're profitable for the first time. I want you to. I want. I wonder if he even knows five players on the team. Jonathan, Geo, Ashley Cole. He doesn't know. I'm gonna struggle past that. I don't think he knows. I don't even think he knows Ashley Cole. Ashley Cole. I don't think he knows Joe. I think he will. Well, he. I I think he would. He may have had to sign off on something like Joe Pedro. Do you think he knows his name? It doesn't matter. Do they think he knows his name? I don't. I, I think, think he's he, like, oh, the guy with the afro. I think, I think that's if he, how he knows. If he has. got in a car accident with Zhao Pedro, and they exchanged insurance information, he wouldn't even see that he worked for the Galaxy. He would have no idea what the guy looked like. That's that's what I think. I think five would be hard. Maybe Yella. Maybe he had to sign he off. Probably, on he Yella probably now. thinks Yella's still on the team. That's a FIFA does because somehow Yella Van Dom and Jonathan De Santos are on the Galaxy at the same time. All right, Tucker, pick a number between one and ten. Uh, seven. God, I miss when Chris Klein was good. All right, seven it is. Ed, socials. What the hell is this? Hey, it's number seven, man. Turn down one. It's way too loud in my ear. Um, I guess you can find us on Fuck, Twitter. Am I having and a bubble Facebook? bath right now? I know. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at hey, Red Squadcast. This Girl. is the great Canadian Brian Adams. Please forgive me. Oh, God. This is the lowest You can moment. email us at riotsquadcast at gmail.com. This is the end of the show. You can, you can give us a call at what, Chris? Made it a whole year. What's our voicemail number? Five, oh, we didn't play my voicemail. We didn't. 562-641-5277. Thanks to Rob Bruce also who called in. Sorry, Sorry thanks, Rob. Rob. We'll, we'll, we'll try to get you next time. Dick go back um, you can find Ben on Twitter at DT Radio Ben. Chris, where can they find you on the on the social medias? How is this worse than BTS? At uh, zero cool one three eight. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Ed the Zombie thirteen. Um, happy one year anniversary, Chris. Uh, we were planning on doing something, but you know, like most things we do, we don't do. Yeah, so. we just listen to fucking smooth Canadian rock and yeah. looked at each other's eyes. All right, you you want me to plan something? You guys want to do a one year thing? I, I can set it up if you want. Not really. Like at this point, I'm so tired. Will it involve Tucker? Weird oh. Canadian rock? It, 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 yeah, <laughs> Please forgive me. I can't lie to you, Tucker, probably. It might happen. Oh yeah. On that note, uh. Rush is Canadian. Why are we listening to Rush? Know, right? We asked you earlier. You didn't come yeah. up with Rush. I'm going through a lot. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Peace. Loving you